0: All right. Hello. I'm going to go over some more scripture that teach the fact that Jesus will save all humanity. I really like these scriptures in the book of Colossians written by the Apostle Paul, um, chapter 1, verse 15 to 30. I really like it because it, it sets up all of creation. It talks about who created everything what everything is and how it relates to each other. And then it talks about where everything will one day go. So it runs the full gamut of creation. So I'm going to read this and then kind of break it down a little bit and talk about what these verses of scriptures mean. So I'm reading again in Colossians chapter 1, verses 15 through 20. It says, The pardon of sins, who is the image of the invisible God, talking about Jesus Christ, firstborn of every creature, for in him is all created. That's all, that's everything. Everything that lives, moves, breathes. Anything that has consciousness. Anything and everything. For in him is all created. That is in the heavens and that on the earth. The visible and the invisible Whether thrones or lordships or sovereignties or authorities, all is created through him and for him. And he is before all, and all has its cohesion in him. And he is the head of the body, the Ecclesia, who is sovereign, firstborn from among the dead, that in all he may be coming first. For in him the entire complement delights to dwell, and through him to reconcile all to him making peace through the blood of his cross, through him, whether those on the earth or those in the heavens. All right, so there's a lot there. Now, the first thing I want to go over is in talking about Jesus Christ here in verses 15 and 16, it says that he is the firstborn of every creature. So that was the first being that God created. God created Jesus Christ first, before anything else, before any angels, before any demons, before Satan, before uh, humans, obviously. God created Jesus Christ. So he is the firstborn of every creature, and in him, all is created. So Jesus Christ actually creates everything else. God created Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ creates everything else. So yes, God did create it, but he creates everything through his son, Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ was the firstborn and then Jesus creates everything else. And what does he create? He creates all. And this covers the whole cycle. It says heaven's. And on the earth, the visible and the invisible, thrones, lordships, sovereignties, authorities, all is created through him. So all of this is created through Jesus Christ. And an interesting note, if you go to Ephesians 6.12, it actually talks about some of these lordships, thrones, and sovereignties, authorities. In Ephesians 6.12, it says, For it is not ours to wrestle with blood and flesh, but with the sovereignties, with the authorities, with the world mights of this darkness, with the spiritual forces of wickedness among the celestial. So here, it's an interesting parallel, talking about how Jesus created sovereignties and authorities and thrones. He created all of them. And in Ephesians 6.12, it actually mentions the sovereignties, authorities, and thrones or world mites of wickedness and darkness. So if you compare Colossians 1:15 to 20 with Ephesians 6:12, the Apostle Paul is actually saying that Jesus created everything, including evil and wicked. Entities, including the sovereignties, authorities, and world mites of darkness, the spiritual forces of wickedness among the celestials. So everything, this includes everything, all evil beings, all good beings, everything. So all is created through Jesus Christ. Not only that, it's created through him and for him. And He is before all, and all has its cohesion in Him. That says that all of this, all these evil entities, all these good entities, all humans, all angels, all demons, everything has its cohesion in Jesus Christ, which means they act and relate to each other as Jesus sees fit. He is in control. He holds everything together, every evil, every good, everything. All of creation is held together and works the way Jesus Christ designed it to work because it's inside him. It fits in him. It's him that puts it together. All of these things have its cohesion in Jesus Christ. And then it moves on in verse 18. And he is the head of the body, the Ecclesia, who is sovereign, firstborn from among the dead, that in all he may be coming first. For in him the entire complement delights to dwell. And through him, this is Jesus, and through him to reconcile all to him, making peace through the blood of his cross. Now remember, the all that the Apostle Paul is talking about here is everything. It's these evil spirits, these demons, these rulers, uh, these sovereigns, these authorities, these world mites that he's already spoken of that Jesus created when he said that Jesus created all things. And now he's going to say in the next scriptures that Jesus is going to reconcile all of these things to himself, making peace through the blood of his cross. So let me read it again in verse 20. And through him to reconcile all to him, making peace through the blood of his cross, through him, whether those on the earth or those in the heavens. So here we go from start to finish in these five verses in Colossians. Jesus talks about how he created everything, or Paul talks about, we're relating this to Jesus, that God created Jesus. Jesus created everything, including evil entities, sovereignties, authorities, evil people as well as good people. So we're talking about everybody on heaven and earth. Everybody. Whether it's visible invisible, whether it's invisible or visible, whether it's thrones, lordships, sovereignties or authorities, any type of authority, they're all held together in Jesus. And then the grand finale is that Jesus through his death, entombment and resurrection is going to bring all of that creation back to himself. So he's going to save everyone and everything that lives. And once Jesus brings it back to himself and he perfects everything, then he presents that perfected, reconciled creation to his father, God. And so Jesus will complete his mission of reconciling all things, making peace through the blood of his cross and saving everything and everyone presents it to God so that God may be all in all. So at that point, creation is perfected and God lights up every being he ever created through his son with all of his glory. That's what 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 22 through 28 explain and it goes in order yes not everyone's saved at the same time some people have to go through judgment some beings uh will have to go through judgment before they come home but eventually everybody all of jesus's creation will be saved by jesus and be given to god to live with god forever I know this is a difficult concept for some people to grasp. I mean, there's so much evil in this world. I was just reading uh, an article. Um, I live in Northwest Indiana, uh, in Gary, Indiana. Three teenage boys, 15, 16, 17 years old, um, met some girl and through a Facebook post and ended up just shooting her in the head while they're driving around uh, so they could steal $100 from her and they went off to eat at uh, pizza hut and mcdonald's after this happened they just took the girl's lifeless body and and threw it into an abandoned school and i'm reading this and this is uh, seems to be a common thing that happens around here and elsewhere in this country in this world i mean the evil i mean you can go on and on about how evil things are and just how bad it is. And I, I can't handle it. I mean, if if something like that happens in my life to someone I love, I know, you know, it'd be very difficult and I it, it would destroy me. But there is a purpose for evil and God does use evil. He created evil. Isaiah 45, 7 says that I created evil, it's God speaking in the first person and elsewhere in scripture, God makes that clear that we have an experience of evil on this earth because we have to know the depths of Satan and just how bad things can be in order to fully understand how good things are going to be once God is all in all and once God perfects us, we're going to have a greater joy because we went through the evil. It's, it's a contrast principle. We can't know the pure goodness of, of God and we can't know joy and life if we don't go through pain and death. And so we're experiencing that to the nth degree, some more than others in this life, but God will use and not only use, but he created those situations to bring us to a greater level of joy and love um, and character that wouldn't have been possible without going through that evil. So, yes, these people who extract this evil, they will be judged. They will, some of them, go through the lake of fire, the second death. But when it's all said and done, when the course of creation and the course of the ages have run their course and finished, God will eventually resurrect every single human being. And that's what First Colossians 15 through 20 is saying here. Remember, God created Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ created everything. Jesus Christ came to this earth and died for that creation. And through his entombment and resurrection, he brings all of that creation back to himself. And eventually will perfect it and will give it to God so that he can be all in all. That's the work of Jesus Christ, and once Jesus Christ does that, he gives up his reign and every being that has ever lived will be filled with God's glory. Jesus Christ on the cross died for all humanity. He is the savior of the world, not the potential savior of the world. So I Want to end this broadcast with just declaring the gospel that Jesus Christ, through his death, entombment, and resurrection, has saved humanity. Apart from any action or any human contribution or any human free will, Jesus has done it alone and i implore anyone to come to this realization and realize that it is all of god and if you do do that you have a special knowledge that will allow you to serve jesus in a wonderful way that will last for the thousand years and you will be alive and in to God's glory before anyone else. But it's something that is so misunderstood and Satan has lied so deceptively. And that deception is a work of genius because he gets people to think they believe in Jesus when they actually believe in themselves, because Jesus finished the work at the cross. He saved humanity. But what does people, what do people and what does religion say? It says that, oh no, Jesus didn't finish the work on the cross. We have to make a free will choice, or we have to follow some rules, or we have to accept the gift, or we have to have faith. So in essence, what Jesus did wasn't enough. We have to add our human contribution to this. And this makes you the person the deciding factor in salvation, when the Almighty Son of God, the creator of all that there is suffered and died on the cross. And religion says that's not good enough. Well, it is. Jesus saved humanity on that cross. There's nothing you can do to not be saved. It's a done deal. All that there is left to do is come to this realization and live a life of thanksgiving and appreciation based on the fact that you are saved by Jesus Christ.